Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Well, that didn't go as we'd hoped. The orange defense gave a lot of clean looks from distance uh, eventually. And the offense was plagued with hero ball due to the struggles of Jesse Edwards down low. You'll hear from me. We'll hear from you. And Syracuse hits the road to take on Clemson Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Give you a little something for that. But Joe is not here. And it's getting increasingly difficult to coordinate things. And, um, man, we did so good for so long. And with as busy as we both are in our schedules, conflict quite a bit. So I wanted to at least come here and give something um, to talk about. I'll do a little fan feedback and probably go ahead and open up for the uh, green room. If you haven't already, download the app, the Spotify green room app, go to your iOS or Android store, download the app. All you need is a username, an email address and a password. Hit in, Hop in there, follow us at Qsmilitia, just like everywhere else. And sign up for notifications when we go live. You'll be notified, and you can either listen to the show live or you can hop in and say your piece. So there's that. Also, I want to get to 100 reviews, and it's going to take just a few more. So if you listen on iTunes or if you have an iPhone, you listen somewhere else, go to iTunes if you would and give us a five-star review. If you don't think we deserve five stars, then just keep it to yourself, but... If you think we're worth five stars, go ahead and do that. We would really appreciate it. And uh, again, without Joe, so if you're listening via download, you could probably tell the show is a little short. So I'm going to keep it brief, but punctual. And we'll go from there. So, So I do have a montage put together, and we will do that right now. Let's listen to hear what Coach had to say immediately following the loss. Defensively today, they just doubled and pushed and, you know, just were physical with Jesse down inside. That's something he's had problems with. And, you know, we need him, obviously, to be a factor on the offensive end. Uh, Judah and Joe did what they could. You know, we just got no help from the three position. We tried four different people there, but we could get nothing going at that position. But, 
the bottom line, Jesse has to be able to score for us to be effective. Our defense really wasn't that bad. There were spots. We had that one bad run, and it got to 19. But then we started playing better, and we got it back to 9. But we just could not score enough. You're not going to win games scoring 55 points. And again, a lot of that is Duke. They're really good defensively, physical, and uh, just took our inside game completely away. We had nothing there. And really, we made some pretty good steals. Uh, we probably got 10, 12 points off steals. We probably really only scored about 45 points in our offense. Uh, the rest were made some good steals defensively. But um, we just have to be able to score inside um, to be able to be in this game, and we couldn't. But again, a lot of that's their defense was very good. Uh, Judah made some really good individual plays, but we never got anything going as a group with our interior players, our three, fours, and fives. I think, I think we were 0 for 8 with Justin and Chris and Malik. You know, really couldn't score, and Jesse couldn't score. So we just couldn't score in there, and that's, you know, credit to their defense being physical, but we never did score the whole game. Jim, limited minutes for, for Chris Cole. What did you see or, or not see from him? I didn't see anything from him. <laughs> you only get so many minutes, and, you know, if you play 10 minutes, you get your shot blocked, go for three, don't rebound, you know, how many minutes you're going to get? Another 10? You know, we got to try something else. Justin's been good off the bench this year. He got three shots blocked. He's really just the worst. You know, the most he struggled. He just really struggled. And, you know, we tried Quadir in there. He gets to the basket. He made a good move, just, you know, missed the layup, but he got to the basket. Um, we tried Benny at the three a little bit as well. But, uh, you know, offensively, we just had nothing up front from all those guys. I think they've improved tremendously. Uh, Judah's played as well as you could ask, really, a point guard to play. He, uh, I think he's just played great, these last, especially the last, I don't know, five, six games. Um, I think Joe's playing good, doing what he can. We just haven't developed at the forward position where, you know, we have two freshmen. We need for them to get play better, and uh, we need Jesse. Jesse has trouble when people are physical with him, and this team was very physical, and we, he just was not able to get anything done. Okay, so like Coach said, yeah, obviously the Duke's defense was tremendous. They're they're way too big, I think, for us and. It showed fairly quick. Like Coach said, they took Jesse out of the game. Five points, five rebounds. Jesse is the heart of the offense. And, you know, you've got guys really trying to make up for his loss. And our game is on the inside. And if he can't do it, chances are you're, you're not going to be able to get in there. It's, it's, it's a forest in there um, with Filipowski and, and those guys in there. And it's just... It was a valiant effort, I think, to some extent, um, but 
coming out of the gate hot, I thought Syracuse for once did. Uh, I think it was 1919 at one point, and um, they looked like they were going to hold strong until all of a sudden they couldn't. And once once it started to get blown open, it, that was pretty much it. And at one point there was like a 22 to two run or something like that. I mean, you just can't win against teams letting them score like that and then offensively having no answers. It was frustrating to watch. Demar Hamlin looked relatively unimpressed as he played around on his phone. And uh, coach said the defense wasn't bad, but I mean, they gave a ton of open looks from from deep, and they also were let that, that during that long run and towards you know the middle of the end of the first half, they Duke did whatever the hell they wanted. There was defense. There wasn't any. There was no defense. It was it was obviously a juggernaut for Syracuse. They did end up getting it to within nine, but. That was a brief stint as well, and Duke ended up blowing it open, and and just there was no combination with taking out Jesse that was going to work, and you know unfortunately Malik Brown didn't have a good day. I mean, you know we've we've seen guys like Chris Bell come so far this season, and he just he laid an egg. He was over three, and his eleven minutes, no rebounds. In a turnover, okay. The one mark on his on his stat line is is actually a turnover. So his eleven minutes didn't work out. Justin Taylor, he was zero for five from the floor. Uh, he did grab a couple rebounds, but didn't didn't score anything. Never got to the line. Um, Syracuse did a decent job of trying to get to the line, but um, way better than what Duke did. But I guess they didn't have to. Um, so. There's that. I thought the refs let him play quite a bit. And, you know, credit to the to the kids, too, because, you know, games like that can get out of hand physically. And it didn't. I thought it was a, it was a well-fought game. And I, I, I kind of like the no-call stuff to some extent. Like we always say here, it's just got to be consistent. If it's consistent, then I don't really, I don't really care. So... Uh, Judah and Joe combined for 39 out of the 50, 55 points. They did everything they could, but there was zero ball movement. Um, they didn't try to establish any kind of flow to either get Jesse some looks or create opportunities for other guys. And it was just pure hero ball. Like I said, they, they did a tremendous job with shooting, but they, didn't, they, they weren't good on the inside. I mean, Joe went to the line eight times, but two of those were on three-point shots. And I understand what they're trying to do, but there was just no flow offensively. You know, Joe with 21, Judah with 18. It was just those two guys trying to put this team on their back and, and win it. And with the, the amount of changes that were going on at the three spot and just everywhere else besides <laughs> besides point guard, it was just frustrating. Samir didn't really bring a whole lot to the table. It's just everything was out of sync offensively. They were just overwhelmed by Duke. This is eight in a row for Duke, so congrats to them for putting a whooping on us pretty good eight times in a row, and um, three times last year, once this year. Uh, and this is a game I circle on my calendar, man, that I, I just got to I, I just got to look forward to this game. 
And last night, it was, it was 30 minutes of just silence as I watched this game. You can almost say the same thing for the Dome. I think they were saying 30,000 in there. It's pretty silent. They got loud when they were excited, but when they weren't excited and they needed to be loud, they weren't. And I'm watching from my couch, so it's not a huge criticism, more of an observation. But, you know, it's disappointing, I'm sure, to um, go to a game like that and have that kind of crowd and just play terrible. You heard the broadcaster saying, you know, this is probably Duke's best game. We see that quite a bit. Uh, it's not anything new to have uh, teams go out and just just go, go off from three and have their best game. And it's it's a bit frustrating. You know, we all heard the, the calls for the coaching change and, and all of these things. And just Syracuse couldn't hang, man. You know, it's it's there's a lot of freshmen between the two teams. It's just obvious that they're freshmen, bigger, faster, stronger than ours. And it showed. So that's that. Um, just, you know, you look at the three-point percentage for Duke is kind of that in a nutshell but with Syracuse missing so many shots and Duke grabbing just about every one of those rebounds they they killed us by what nine no more than that 13 so plus 13 on the boards for Duke between that and the three-point shots it's not it's not going to get it done it's not going to get it done against a team like Duke it sucks. And like Coach said, you can't score 55 points and expect to win a game like this. It was a valiant effort defensively for, for Judah. I thought he was really good defensively. Unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. It's tough. It sucks losing to Duke. I mean, no one wants to freaking lose to Duke. Whether or not you think it's a rivalry or not, and I don't, but it sucks losing to Duke. I don't want to freaking lose to Duke. It's one of those ones, like I was saying, circle on the calendar and, and get the popcorn out. They've had some great battles. And Syracuse has had a couple of really, really fantastic wins in the series since joining the ACC. It's just, it hasn't, we haven't had much luck in the past, well, eight times that we've played them. So with that said, let's hear from you. to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud house all right you guys know what to do at the end of every game i ask for your thoughts on that game you leave them we talk about them here i tried i'm still trying to get into the green room and it says that it's already in use and that we have a connection problem which we don't have a connection problem because i'm online but i guess it's just not my day 100% solo today. So we will try this again here in a little bit. But first, let's go over to Facebook. Top fan Zach on Facebook. Our boy Zach. Well, I listened to a Duke fan scream into my ear the entire game, and there was nothing I could do about it. Is this how people felt during Pearl Harbor? I would assume so. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Look, that sucks. My only question is, is his name Ryan? If his name was Ryan, it might have been my brother. Because he was there, and he's a Duke fan. And um, he's that guy. So, that sucks. There's nothing worse than that, I must say. Especially at home, when 
there's 30,000 people there and you got one Duke fan screaming in your ear. That sucks. Uh, Tim, both offense and defense rebounds killed us. The team is young. We just need to play better. Hopefully we'll see them in ACC tournament and play them again. Lessons learned. Uh, I, I would disagree a little bit. I don't want to play Duke again, especially in the ACC tournament. Okay? I think it's a terrible matchup, and we were exposed big time. I don't foresee that going any better. It, well, maybe it does go a little better, but I, I don't foresee us being able to pull anything off. Look, he, here's the thing. And if Joe was here, he would say something different. He, he remains more optimistic than me, maybe on, on this front um, at, at this point in the year. Um, I, I don't think Syracuse is going to make any kind of run in the ACC. I don't think Syracuse is going to make any kind of run to finish the year. I, I just think that what we see is what we get. And, you know, you got to be a little bit optimistic just for the simple fact of how well this team has played as the season went on. Matchups are everything. And if Jesse is not going to be able to score, it's going to be really hard to, it's going to be really hard to win. Um, He's the heart and soul of that offense. It runs through Jesse down there at the bottom. And without ball movement or any kind of patience offensively, it becomes an uh, ISO game with Joe and Judah, unfortunately, and, and, and it's just not it's just not good. It just wasn't good. It wasn't good last night. This, you, you take away the bread and butter that has been for Syracuse this whole year so far, that being Jesse down low, and that's it. That's there's there's it puts you in a bad spot. It puts you in a bad spot. Uh, Andrew, let's just be honest. The past 10 years, Cusa has been bad. They they mask bad years with runs in the tourney against teams who don't ever play a zone. It's time to point the finger at Jim and move on. Should be a top 25 program every year. Most of you forget this and have become accepting of bad basketball. Well, Andrew, no one is accepting bad basketball, first of all. And... Yeah, they've had some they've had some good runs. They've had two final four runs and two sweet sixteens in the past within the past ten years. And it's what have you done for me lately? And I get it. I get the criticisms. If I if I had to make a prediction, a not so bold prediction, but a prediction, I would say that it is possible that Cuse, if he's not Art Cuse, <laughs> coach, if coach is not gone by the end of this year, then he'll be gone by the end of next year. I do think it is on his terms. You know, he, he recanted his statement uh, saying it's up to the school. It's up to the school. I don't think, well, I'm not going to get into that whole, that whole thing. What, what I will say is, is that I don't think they've been bad. Now we are used to having a tournament team and we've kind of been spoiled with that. And so I, 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 do, I do understand that perception is reality. And the perception is that it feels like we've been bubble or nothing, right? I mean, there was the year we didn't even make the NIT. So with that said, I mean, I get the frustration. But I think uh, I'll, I'll play the contrarian and, and, and say, you know, look, I think a lot more is going into this. It's a young team. When was the last time we had this many young players on the team? 
Oh, we've seen we've seen a, a, a huge noticeable difference in the caliber of play from with this team this year from where we were when we lost by one against Bryant, which was awful. That 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 one comes back to haunt us uh, more than we'd like, and I don't think anyone around here hates Bryant more than me. But with that said, man. If you're masking bad years with runs in the tourney, then are you really masking bad years? So they can't have a good year without you saying they're masking it. So, I mean, look, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Top fan Robert on Facebook. Well, they hit 50% from three and in the first half took Gerard right away. They smothered the three point line. And then the other, at the other end, didn't miss Gerard and Mintz, 39 of 55 points. That ain't going to work. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I said all that stuff already. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. 39 of 59 points from two guys. You couldn't get Jesse going. And it was a lot of, a lot of trying to put the team on your back and, and take this thing by yourself. And let's be honest, there was a point in time where it almost looked like like Joe was going to do just that. Um, but that did not happen. Uh, top fan Nadal on Facebook. There's this really annoying thing that happens to Syracuse where the other team remembers how to play basketball really well and doesn't miss any shots. Yes, exactly. Isn't that annoying? And, and I mean, how many times though, really, seriously, ha- have we seen that? It is just ridiculous. And, and, and make shots and play. Oh, well, this is the best that Duke's played all year. Oh, well, I mean, awesome. Thanks for rubbing salt in the wound. That's awesome. Uh, at Tim Abbott 44. I think my coworker is going to be overly excited to put Duke crap in my office. Bad bet. And Tim, never bet. Never take that bet. Let's just say that. I mean, you know, I, I picked him to win. Joe picked him to win. We're being optimistic. Figured there's going to be a good crowd. Thought maybe that, you know, Duke would, would have, you know, they've, they've gone away from, from shooting from distance. Haven't been, like, tremendous. And then, so, you know, I'm thinking, oh, there's a chance. You know, boy, um, we look stupid. And we've had a lot of really, really, a lot of really close predictions, but... That came to an end really quick last night. At Baptized by Fire 7, that was embarrassing. I feel like this is a broken record against Duke, seven in a row. I think it's, I think it's actually eight in a row after they came. How this Duke team doesn't have more wins, I'll never know. I mean, that's a good, that's a good point. But they also weren't hitting at uh, a 13 out of 26% clip for three-pointers. So, anyway, the green room is still not working. People say they can't hear. There's people in there. Joe's in there. Joe, I don't know what Joe is doing. Uh, <laughs> at Oil Cues, F you guys for getting my hopes up. Yeah, back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Cap. I really am. Genuinely speaking, I'm, I am sorry about, um, about even pretending and trying to be optimistic. It's so hard to be negative but realistic, and um, that's on us. 
And I apologize. I apologize. At no Blanchard 44 he says, at least my seats were good, I guess. Yes, I get that. Let's see. At B Musso 222, 50% allowed from three. Enough said. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I got a uh, 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 at PD Briggs 15. He just gives me a, a gif of some guy falling asleep in the stands, and that's kind of how I felt on my couch. Not going to lie. I just don't... Um, there was no excitement. I mean, that had to have been how it felt in the dome, too. Because you could hear a pin drop, and it was quite... It was quite lethargic in there. Just all around. At Joe Catskill, the refs let him play. That's never good for this team. Lots of rust shots and turnovers. Too bad because I really like this team going to need to win the ACC tournament. Go Cuse. Uh, yeah, look. I get That's a good point. I like that point, actually. Um, you know, I like letting them play, but with a team as physical as Duke, that was definitely an upper hand for them. And that's pretty much all I got to say about that. So it's true. And it's, it's, it's a good, that's a good observation. There's a ton of comments on here. A lot of, a lot of absolutely pathetic. Uh, my mom once told me, if you don't have anything good, don't say it at all. Sorry, but that was awful. We got smoked. Piss poor effort. I got nothing. Is it the nicest of those? I'm dead inside. I feel that. I do. At Sean Loomis 3. I do. I feel it. So, anyway. Put Duke behind us. It was an ugly, ugly game. It it wasn't a great effort. And, um... The juggernaut of Jesse was just figured out, but it's going to take a guy like a Filipowski and others to to do it, and we don't see those very often. Just didn't have it. Only three shots from the floor for him. Just didn't have it, and um, you know you're going to have games like that. Unfortunately, it was against Duke, and uh, that really sucks. All right, let's go over some Clemson real quick. I'm just going to give you give you my spiel and give you my thoughts. And um, I'm even going to do a prediction, even though last prediction against Duke was really not great. I had 71-67 Syracuse winning. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the all-time series between Syracuse and Clemson sits at 7-6 and six in favor of Clemson. Syracuse is currently on a two-game win streak, though, beating Clemson last year at home. The last game, 91-78, is Gerard, Buddy, Edward, Swider, and Jimmy, your starting five. Uh, Buddy with 25 points, Gerard with 23 points, Edwards with... 11 rebounds in Jimmy with 11 rebounds. The two teams first met back in 1960 with Clemson taking that game 78 to 67. They didn't play again for 46 years until they met in 2007 in the NIT. Clemson would win that game as well. And that would be it before Syracuse joined the ACC. All of that according to orangehoops.org. So a couple of guys, they got a lot of, they got a lot of experience on this team, which is, um, attributed to the success they've had so far this year. I think they're sitting fourth in the ACC right now. And they've got the fifth-year senior, 6'8", uh, 215-pound forward, Hunter Tyson. Uh, he's leading uh, with like 15.5 points a game and just over nine rebounds a game. He's taking the majority of their three-point shots. He's hitting 61 out of 147. That's good enough for 42%. So he presents a small problem. And look... 
Syracuse has done a little bit of luck on her side, but Syracuse has done pretty good this year of not of not giving up what like gave up last night against Duke. I, I mean, there's been times, but it hasn't been that bad. Um, there's been a lot of other teams who are who are really good at shooting the three ball that could have would have should have smoked us, but didn't. Brevin Galloway, he's a six year guy. He was six two two fifteen. Uh, guard. He was playing for Boston College last year, transferred um, to Clemson. So he's playing there now. And um, uh, PJ Hall, okay. Uh, I think he's a third year guy. He's, he's right behind Tyson and scoring with just over 15 points a game. And, you know, you've got, you got a talented starting five, a lot of experience. Clemson, though, Having a little bit of a tough go in the last five games, losing to Boston College, Miami, North Carolina, and Louisville last night. Um, their only win in that five-game stretch came at home against Florida State. They won that game by 40, 94-54. As a team, Clemson is scoring about 75 points a game. They're hitting upwards around 47% from the floor, 36% from three, and 80% from the line. So I mentioned the loss to Louisville last night, and they absolutely plummeted in the net rankings. They they slipped from eighty, or excuse me, from sixty-seven to eighty. So that actually makes this a quad two game on the road for Syracuse. So three tw- quad two games in a row. Now, I actually think, I actually think Syracuse has a legit shot to win this game. I just. Don't know. It all is going to come down to how mad are they and how badly do they want it. It's going to be all about effort. And you can't be intimidated on the road and go into Clemson and lay an egg either. They've actually been really good, too, um, at home. Losses to Iowa and Loyola Chicago at home. And I don't see another one on here at home. So, excuse me, Miami. Miami. So three losses at home. Only one of those coming out of the ACC. So they're good at home. Obviously, they're going to be able to get that place packed. I guess, thankfully, for well, for both teams, because both coming off of losses here, they don't play till Wednesday. Um, advantage Clemson, I guess. They don't got to go anywhere. But they were um, at Louisville, so there's that. But anyway, look, I, Syracuse has to go in and win this game. It, it, but at this point, I don't know if it matters how many of the rest of the games they pull off because I just don't see anything. Now it helps, okay? So I shouldn't say that but because it, it does help. But it's going to come down to the ACC tournament at this point, I feel like. And I'm going to go with a homer pick, man. Mm. And my gut's telling me not to, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the faith for for one more game. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to do. I I really don't don't know if they can pull this off. But Clemson has struggled lately. They've struggled, and uh, you're not getting the in depth analysis that Joe would be able to sit here and give you. But um, I haven't watched a ton of Clemson games either this year. I have watched a, a handful, but it's been a minute, and it's been before they they lost all those games in a row. So, you know. After Clemson, you're going on the road to Pitt, and then you're finishing off your last two games against Georgia Tech and Wake Forest at home. You got you to do what you need to do on the road. We'll see what happens, man. I'm, I'm going to say 
Man. I'm going to say it's close. Um, but I think, I think 76, 74, Syracuse. So, I don't know, man. I don't like that pick at all. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't like it at all. I just feel like after losing like that to Duke, you got something to prove. And so, I think this team's resilient. And I've, we've seen what they can do in-game, after losses, on the road. They're a resilient team. For as young as they are, they're pretty resilient. And um, they're... They don't get they don't get too too down after things like this. They just do they do kind of really take care of business to some extent. So I'm gonna keep the faith on this one, man, because you gotta have it. You gotta have these two road games. You gotta have you gotta have them all. <clears throat> you gotta have them all. Joe was saying you had to have them all three games ago. So um, anyway, look, going solo is no fun. Not gonna lie, but I appreciate all of you who did tune in to listen to me all by myself the green room wasn't working i had nothing i had no backups the green room had people in there too and people were requesting to speak and we got nothing it sucks joe will be back next time guys appreciate all of you for joe i'm sean we're out